This is a podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Phil's here. Sorry. Yeah, Phil's here. Hence uh, our lack of professionalism in the beginning. Flustered there. By ours, I mean Jacob's. Yep. So, uh, it is Thanksgiving weekend, and <laughs> Phil is here. <laughs> in a very creaky chair. Phil is... Uh, <laughs> Has enjoyed some Carl's Jr. <laughs> and is wreaking havoc. <laughs> we are not enjoying the Carl's Jr. No. That's this may be a very short podcast. <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Black Friday sales, and they show on the news, of course, people like camped out in front of the Best Buy or whatever to be the right. first people in at you know 4 a.m. to get a TV and shit. That's who I'm going to hate this week, is people who camp in front of a stores. But I actually thought of this a few weeks ago, and they were opening a new, like, supermarket in some neighborhood, and people were camped. And I don't even think they were giving away anything. It wasn't like, if you're the first person at the store, you get, you know, $100 of groceries. They were just camped in front of it, like, overnight, to be the first one to go to the new... I'm going to tell my grandkids, or whatever. I was the first person in Like, why? Salon. why would you do that? I don't understand it to try and get a $90, you know, 60-inch TV or whatever. I And I certainly don't understand it when there's nothing except some sort of bragging rights, you know? I mean... It's definitely not Jacob style at all. Well, but is it Joe style? Or is it Phil style? You know, if I mean, it was... Is there any store or any event at a, a store that would make you camp out? If it was... If they opened, like, a new Dodger Stadium... Well, that's not a store. Okay, but it's similar. And if I could camp out and be, like, the first person to buy right. a ticket or enter and sit in the stadium, like, I don't know, I think that would be cool. But a store... Yeah, well, no. and, and I agree. Like, if it's a more of an event like that, it's... it's I, I still wouldn't do it, but it's more... I can see why people would. But what, I mean, what deal could there possibly be or what store, you know, like, why would you ever camp in the parking lot of a store? Target had. Uh, I asked Allison this. She, she said that Target had was selling like forty eight or forty six inch um, LCDs for like two hundred and twenty five dollars. Do you remember what I would ask? Like what brand? Because it's probably not uh, right. Sony. It's probably like it could some be weird some, Korea some, knockoff brand. It, you know, it could be. But she said. Because the target out, we don't have a place for another TV. The target out in Elbrado Hill. She said there was a line out the door. uh, Or uh, did she go? Did she do? No, no. The the cat. She went on Friday, uh, and the cashier told the cashier had been in the line as a citizen the night before, (laughs) as a civilian. And she says a civilian, and the line wrapped out the door. And she said the reason was is because there were these basically these TVs. You know, everything else was whatever, but. It was just TVs. It was there weren't like no no no, no there were there were a ton of deals, but I guess the people were focused on on the Still. TV. So maybe that type of big ticket item. But even if I that was, you'll save a hundred bucks. Even on? if I was in the market for a TV, even if like my TV blew out, I'm like oh I need a new TV. I still would not like. Camp what if they were What if they were selling like brand new BMWs for three hundred dollars? Well, well, then you'd be an idiot not to be. Yeah, idiot. I mean, I might. <laughs> so there is a point uh, at which, like, financially, it well, would make well, sense. because then I could sell it for thirty thousand. Well, okay. Right? I mean, so but the difference is maybe for these people, they're poorer people. I think that's likely, right? Because you know, if time is money, like, if I'm going to save sixty bucks, I'm sorry, it's not worth my time to do that. You know right. what I mean? Like, we bought a, a toy for the baby. Uh, $44 regular price, uh, it was 26 Black Friday deal. But yeah. did you camp out? We didn't camp out, okay. no. But no, that's Allison, a, that's okay. Allison wanted me to go at midnight to get it. 
Really? And I... To save $18, I'd be like, here's a $20 bill. I'm going back to the <laughs> Exactly. Come on. I, it, is not, it is not worth it. I don't believe in the whole thing. I think is it, it's, is I think it's, it's a toy like, that would sell out or something? And it's like a standard sort of one-year-old toy that wouldn't sell out yet. And Brooke is like, Dad, I have to well, this th- toy. That's the thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> Brooke will never know. Like, if your kid's seven, they're like, i got to have the Lego Mega Man like, that comes I'm sure, out. I'm sure the toy say, is no, you don't. back on the shelves today right. at the regular price. Right. So you're saving 18 bucks, but multiply that by... Factors when people are shopping for their entire families and their group of friends, and you could probably say. Here's the thing, though. Do you bucks. do you think most people who shop Black Friday are buying for other people or buying for themselves? Ooh, that's good. Probably, I, both, probably both. I bet they're. I bet more often than not they're buying for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Well, that just speaks to the selfish nature. Because right? because they're not thinking. Wow, I would totally give a TV to yeah. this person, you know, <laughs> exactly. like the, where there's really good deals. You're not thinking that. You're not thinking, wow, you know, I was planning on spending 50 bucks on this person. Now, instead of getting them something that costs $50, I can get them the, something that costs $200 normally. Right. I don't think that's the way people think. They're getting themselves a new TV and then give everyone a $10 tower exactly. certificate? Exactly. <laughs> I think the phenomenon is stupid. Yeah. It's just, and it's like out of control. Now, now, so we, I don't know what's more stupid. Actually, Alice and I were talking about this. Is four a.m. open more stupid, or is the midnight open more stupid? I actually think the four a.m. open is more stupid because you're getting up right. at like two or three in the morning. Right. Midnight, you're already up. You probably right. just didn't you go just to stay up. You didn't go to yeah, bed. Yeah. So I can't decide yeah. which one's more. Or stupid. you eat at eat Thanksgiving dinner at six, and the tryptophan knocks you out, and you fall asleep at right. seven thirty, and then you get up at you know. Does that defeat the whole purpose of Thanksgiving? Kind of. To, to be like But, I mean, the people who are going to these things at midnight anyway aren't really necessarily embracing the family stuff unless they're doing it early in the day or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, the people who camp out all of Thanksgiving Day. Right. You know, because there are people who do that, who, who get there before Thanksgiving Day. I saw that Black Friday it's sales totally were up insane. 7% over last year. That's good. Which is extraordinary. Yeah. And I think I don't know if it speaks to the strength of consumer right now, but I think it speaks to the strength of Black Friday as a right as a marketing tool because people might jump on board and say, "Oh, like sales are going to be great this holiday season." But if they're all front loaded into like Black Friday and that weekend, and then the rest of the holiday season sucks, yeah, you know, that's probably it. I, I think so. Like people are are more desperate to save, you know, the eighteen dollars and willing to do that this year than than maybe they would normally. Maybe people are just bored with their lives, you know? People are bored with their lives? Yeah. They're just bored. Something something different to do. I'm bored at 4 a.m. on a Friday. I want to go shopping. You get to go to Target at midnight, damn it. Get to go to Target at midnight. Yeah. I don't like to go to Target after sundown. Get to be surrounded (laughs) by all these people. It's scary. I've heard stories where people are standing in line for an hour and a half. Naked. Like to check out or to yeah. get in? No, to, to, to check out. Yeah, no. So like after you stand in line all this time and you go in and buy your stuff, then you have to stand in line for an hour or so because there's all those people that are in the store. Couldn't right. they hire like some more cash I'm sure they do. I'm sure they don't just hire one person. Point, <laughs> they point have a B-squad come in. Point of sale devices, you know, like they do at the Apple stores. Wow. Well, I mean, they could. Maybe, they, yeah, I don't know. But they also have to be sure that you know, people are getting the right deals and things like that. You know, if you do the self-checkout, you have issues. And then you get one person that slows that down. And I read a guy uh, who went to Best Buy, and I read this every year. Uh, so he was first in line, bought $5,000 worth of uh, electronics equipment, TVs or whatever. And he estimated he saved $2,000 by doing it this way. 
you said he was shopping for his entire family, presumably himself. So that's substantial. Yeah, that's real. But here's here's the here's the thing. See, I wouldn't want someone to shop for me at those because I wouldn't want the crappy, you know, off-brand TVs that are so cheap. It's only a good deal if it's something you need. Yeah. If it's just something superfluous, mm. what's the point? Mm. You know, like, I mean, for those people who stand in line at a grocery store, the grand opening, to get $100 of free groceries, like, for some families, that would be a really, really big deal to get $100 of free groceries. Right. But, Absolutely. you know, for all, for a lot of people, oh, I, you know, I can upgrade from my 50-inch TV to a 60-inch TV. Really? Like, you have a 50-inch TV? You're poor if you're 50. We have a 50-inch TV. Really? I'm poor. <laughs> You gotta go to seventy five. <laughs> oh. Just go stand in line and buy him. <laughs> um, well, I can't think of anything I would ever camp for, including just the sake of going camping. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Um, what about I'm anti-tent. What about, what about uh, sports tickets or or music tickets? No, like, not at this point in my life. I mean, so maybe when I was younger. So you've I seen everyone you wanted to see. He would. He would rather pay, pay someone more. To do it. <laughs> Like through an internet, through like stuff hub, just so it shows up in your mailbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. camp out or something. Yeah, yeah. I I would probably still maybe do it for the experience like, of it if it was the right thing. How about, like, how about like a filming of the next Bond movie? You could actually go on set for like or a be few an days. extra in it or be an extra in the Bond movie. I, w- I wouldn't do it. I just can't see myself doing it. Hmm. Maybe if like. Maybe if the three of us were going to go, you know, you know, stay in a tent in some night to be the first in line or something. Was, I'll have my own tent. And it was, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was more like an Especially adventure. Especially if it's you know, It was more like a road trip type adventure, then I might be into it. Yeah. But just to be like, oh, I'm going to go sleep at the Best Buy and, you know, get a toaster for yeah, get $18. Yeah, play, bring some games. Yeah, play some poker. Yeah. No. And what's the difference between playing there and playing in my backyard? There'd also be interacting, I assume, with, like, the other... Weirdos that are camped out there. We don't want to do that. We just no. No. tell them to no. Yeah, maybe there's rapes too, like all the Katrina people in the stadium. Probably mm. depends on where you go. Go to El Grove, then maybe. Then I'm going to El Grove. <laughs> you know what I did on Black Friday? Drove home for eight hours from Palm Springs. Ooh, yeah. What a totally savings. Avoided the... oh. Was traffic uh, a nightmare? It's fine. It was just like a, just a smooth. Well, here's the thing: we went to Palm Springs. Yeah, nobody comes home on Friday. Exactly. Yeah. We, we we went the Saturday before, right? So like six five days before Thanksgiving. So it was great, like no traffic at all. And then I I remember we were at the little resort thing, and there's people getting there like the day of Thanksgiving and like checking in at the hotel there and everything. I'm like, oh god, that's. I just felt. You were thankful for, for not being that person. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they're just getting to their vacation, and we leave the next day. Right. You know? so. um, but it was nice. Um, I listened for the first time. I don't know if I talked to you about this yesterday. I, we listened to a book on tape. Mm. I'd never done that before. Mm. Um, but it went well. What? It was The Litigators was by John Grisham. Oh, okay. You did mention that. It's good. I was it read it. by a celebrity? Yeah, I looked up who the guy was. He's not a fam- really famous person. It wasn't He's, like no Joe Montana. No, something? like if I told you his name, you would Joe Montana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and how long was the book on tape? It was a total of probably about twelve inches. <laughs> it was probably a total of about eight or nine hours because it's unabridged. And did that cover your whole drive? Yeah. Well, we listened to. Like, maybe three quarters of the first... It was broken up into two parts. Mm-hmm. We 
listened about three quarters of the of the first part on the way down there, and then we listened on the way off the whole way back, and then we actually got home and had like an hour left of it, so we just like sat on our couch and <laughs> listened to the rest of it <laughs> to an old timey radio show. Yeah, how quaint. So, yeah. No, um, I I mentioned this yesterday. To me, that I would think a book would put me to sleep, like listening to one voice. Yeah. Because there's no, like, sound while driving, anything, right? That wouldn't be, like, a very stimulating... It doesn't seem like it would be very stimulating while driving. In fact, I would be I would be inclined to think I'd doze off. I guess it would depend on the story. Mm. You know, like, if it was some... He thrust his purple. No, but if it was, like, a boring, like... The Joy Luck Club? <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm just thinking, you know, something where it's, Beaches. like... <laughs> like a dry, historical... <laughs> You know, lack of action type thing that mm. maybe, yeah, but I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. Would it be more interesting if there were, if there was more than one voice narrating the book? Like if there was like maybe. a woman's voice for a woman. Yeah. I would rather hear that and like, like some sound effects, like an old radio drama type thing. Like, I mean, not cheesily done, but just, or maybe music in the background or something. Red McGibbon and Bullet? Sure. What? That was an Arrested Development reference. Oh, okay. That Martin Short. Oh, character where he something was more like a, a shoot me, some not just a being read to like by one voice. You know? yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Okay, okay. So will you listen to more? Um, I wouldn't do it except in that setting, a long drive. Yeah. Um, I have a person who I hate this year, this week, today. Yes. Oh, for all time. Is it me? Nope. Okay. I hope not. Then I want to hear. Child molesters. I'm sorry. <laughs> in the news lately, there's been a couple of these stories of men in situations where they have young boys around them, mm-hmm. and they have been doing improper activities with those boys. Parenthetically, I was at Ikea today, and there was a car parked in front with a license plate that said Paterno. Really? I thought, not the time to be driving that car around. Wow. The license plate? Yeah, like personalized plate. Like, that's their name or... Wow. They really like him. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Yeah, I mean, we all know what I'm referring to. Here's why, aside from the heinous nature of the crimes, here's why I hate it. I'm a male school teacher. Right. I am someone who is in a position where I'm around young children, and I feel like any time that... This happens where there is a man specifically who takes right. advantage of young children around them. It makes it more difficult for me. I agree. And it sucks. You have to be sure to seem disinterested and like you really don't like kids. Yeah, that's easy for me to do. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you guys. Well, I, I, it's the thing that, that Adam Carolla always says is like when the Boy Scout troop is gathered and they're like, well, someone's dad needs to chaperone this trip and the guy's like hand shoots up you don't pick him yeah you want the guy that does not want to go like at all right because the guy who's excited you know that's a good point. something's going on yeah and it, i mean it's it's something where like you just gotta be like i hate these kids and i certainly don't want to touch their privates <laughs> i have to be e- even like being in a classroom where it's just me and one student i have to like be careful not to do that kind of stuff yeah what, them? them? <laughs> no, like even be in that situation. Right. Which is sad. Right. But. So like, so put it, your hand on their shoulder as like, 
as like a form of support? No, just like be anywhere where you're not. No, like if I, I mean, yeah, if, if I'm alone in a classroom with a student, like all the other kids go out to recess and I'm like, oh, stay in here and I'll help you with this. Like, Johnny, stay behind. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, you know, there's, there's no other witnesses there or whatever. You know, they could make claims. Or, right. I mean, I guess if there's any time they could make a claim if they wanted to be. Have you ever had a like st- ruin my life? Have you ever had a student that you thought like might? Make a false claim like like no. you gave them a bad grade and you thought like as no. retribution they might do that. I, honest stuff like that happen? No, honestly, I've never had anything that's ever been anything close to anything. Right? It's just just the it's always a little tiny thing back in the back of my mind yeah. where it's like you know, um, and I think it's important. I think um, you know, like a hand on the shoulder or things like that as a sign of support. I think it's important. I think like that. I think you get an extra connection with a person when there's, like, a physical contact, you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like in the dead zone. What? How Christopher Walken would, like, shake your hand and be like, oh, your kids are going to burn in a fire. No, it's just, you know, like, you, the feeling of safety or whatever it is, I don't know. But, um, I don't know. I think that's... Bruce Springsteen like, sung a song or an album called The Human Touch. Mm. Thank you. Which that. was about like I thought it was the human torch. sex and drugs. And <laughs> it was about the circus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a very heinous uh, thing to do. It's to like one of the worst things in the world that you could do. It's pretty bad. I'd say it's yeah. worse to be falsely accused because if you're actually do doing yeah. it, you're into it. But for you to be like falsely accused and right. have your life turned upside down, right? Without even getting the pleasure of touching a child, <laughs> would just be ho- not good. <laughs> not good, dude. Sorry, I'm um, gonna be a father any day now. I'd just like to point that out, <laughs> and then I have to stop all these jokes. Um, so. Well, let's let's get into that now that you mentioned it. Oh, really? We haven't. Talked no, about let's not. Let's we just talk about that. that we can wait. To the birth of your first child. Yeah, <laughs> king of the segue, Jeff Fossum. <laughs> I have. Uh, let's do it because okay. I have one thing to talk about. Okay, you're having go. a baby soon. Yep. I was thinking that... As soon as we're done with this podcast. As, you know, it's probably likely that you'll have the baby in between now and the time... Are, are you going to put this podcast up today? Yes. Okay, never mind then. I was going to say... Do you not want me to? No, I was going to say no. you could... Back to child molestation. You could, you could tell the name of the kid on the podcast uh, here, because if it doesn't come out until after the kid comes, Rachel wouldn't find out right. until she listened to the podcast and got super pissed at you. Right. Um, here's... I have a request of you. Okay. To As film it. Negative. <laughs> Please have a cute baby. Uh, I'll do well. Uh, I'll tell you that is that has been a definite concern. Um, but what comforts me, especially recently, is knowing Phil produced a cute baby. So it's true. There's hope. Anyone can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes well said, sir. Thank sometimes you. people don't have cute babies. It was a complicit. <laughs> And it's really hard for me to, like, pretend that right. they're cute when they're not. Yeah. And so I really don't want to have to go through that. Uh, I don't want to. I wouldn't put you through. If it's not cute, fire station. We'll just get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, we'll give it a couple of I days. I can't tell you that the baby's not cute. The thing is, yeah. sometimes. So you're not going to. I mean. Well, I'll know if it's not cute. Will you know? Yeah. Will you? No. I don't. I know will, they say, like, they have those blinders I, when I it's think your you'll kid. Have, I think you might. No, no, no. Sometimes. No. Unless it's black. I love it. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, that kid's adorable, but not mine. <laughs> Sometimes non-cute babies grow into be 
Still, that's you know, true. true. Decent looking. Well, and you gotta and give maybe vice versa. <laughs> and, and Phil can answer this. You gotta give him a couple days, right? Because oh, they look like aliens. Yeah, yeah. For they, the first, it's fifteen years. The first, it's been a rough journey. The first right? week, they look like total aliens. Yeah. When you're coming out of the hospital, you think, or when you're coming home, you think you're taking home an alien. Right. Which is hilarious when you see movies and you see like they produce the baby that's just been born and it's not like all covered with whatever. And you're like that baby was not just born because mm. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's like in and the, because the it's heads like, are like shaped like they're not a little round, right? From the exiting of the probably somewhat depends on where they exit from butthole. <laughs> I I <don't>, <laughs> I obviously remember. <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember uh, a lot about the birth of my child, um, but I do vividly remember what she looked like, like right out of the womb. I mean. It's like you're looking at an alien. I mean, there's, there's, there's <laughs> she'll never hear this. So. There's stuff on her. Like she just yeah. before they get cleaned up, right. and it's just like, wow, I can't believe that. Did you ever watch Friday Night Lights? Friday, uh, movie or the show? The show. A few episodes. Did you see when they had a baby? No, that was an ugly baby. Hmm. Which is weird because the parents were both good looking. Like, well, it wasn't really the two actors' no, baby. No, but it's really poor casting. It must have been like the producer's kid or something like that because. So what do you find yourself saying to a, an ugly baby? Like, oh, here she is. Get away from me! <laughs> here she is. Here she very active. Yeah. I just try and step on it. Your baby has a great personality. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just laying there? Yeah. Let's hope she has a good work ethic. Do you just avoid, do you avoid trying to even, like, see the baby? Or? No, I don't know. I mean, it, it, no, I just. Are you thinking of a specific baby? No. Okay. Because I'd love, you know, off the air to hear right. who you're talking about. <laughs> Are there things people can do if you're ba- if they have a baby that's not necessarily cute, like mm. make sure it's always wearing a facial reconstruction, you know, bandages around the face <laughs> or something? Dark bandit. <laughs> is it is it like proportional that would make them not cute, or just? I think proportions are always a little kind of strange at the beginning, right? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I think I will be able to tell, like, here's. I might not tell you, but I would tell Rachel, like, our baby is not cute. <laughs> let me just say as this. As long as it doesn't look too much like you, it'll be fine. Let me just say this as, uh, as, oh. as, as, a, as a parent. <laughs> With a good tea. As a parent, all you care about is your baby being born healthy. Yeah. Right. Right. You don't care if they're black, it, white. Well, well I would care. Because if it's bit. black, it's not your baby. <laughs> right. So you, you. I gave you guys an opening, you took it. Yeah. <laughs> You just want your baby to be healthy. Well, here's the thing. If it's a girl... I'm pretty sure it is. ...and she's not good looking, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it means she's not getting, uh... Yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to be, you know... I don't want to have that burden for the rest of my life. What burden? Well, she's not going to get married or, like, ever leave the house. Well, she'll get married. It just means she won't be getting... Would you guys agree with the statement? I think the gene pool's getting better. I think there are very few completely unattractive people right now in this world. Wow, I would totally disagree with you. Like, completely unattractive. Like, I would say, you're spending a lot of time at home, like, with your wife and kids. Maybe not going out to the Maybe I'd have Hills. Like, go to the DMV. Yeah. And, uh, or go down. Speaking of it. Go to jury duty. Go look at the people camped in front of Target. Exactly. Yeah, I would not agree. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, Americans are just getting fatter and uglier, and maybe we have better, better dental hygiene than the past or something. But mm. compared, to, like the Renaissance days, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
know. Well, I will do my best to. to if you go to San Diego for a while, you might think that. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But if you go to Houston, maybe then, mm. as long as you stay within the college year, you won't think that. But on UCSD for a while and tell me if you think it's. Oh <laughs> <I> no. <laughs> um. All right. I'm sure it'll be a cute. Ish baby. So now we talked about child molestation and ugly babies. Yeah. Is it time to transition to your baby? <laughs> yeah. I thought the ugly baby transition was my baby. I have a couple more things that have to do with the, the vein of youth. Okay. Um, did you just get a gold coin there or something? <laughs> um, that was very unprofessional. What was your favorite toy as a kid? Hmm. Do you have one in mind that you like always loved? Maybe it was like an action figure or maybe it was like a... I really liked Legos, like building things with Legos, either like following the pattern to build the thing or just we had like the huge tub of random bricks right. and just building things on my own. How do you feel? I would say any Transformer. Mm. Any... Was there a specific Transformer? <sighs> I don't think so. I had one of the like Dinobots. Yes. It was like a turned into some I stole dinosaur. a Dinobot from a friend. Was it me? No, no. <laughs> we didn't know each other. I stole three. I stole three Dinobots. I think wow. there were three. Does Dinobots. that still weigh on your conscience? A little bit. It should. A little bit. You're should. probably going to hell for that. A little bit. Yeah. I've done some worse things since, but <laughs> stole four Dinobots. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I wish I could go back and not do it, and have done that. Yeah. Maybe you need to buy some Dinobots and like um, give them a donate them. Yeah. Uh, mm. Penance. The Dinobots are due for an appearance, and I would next, think so because th- I thought they were going to be. In this Not one. that I care because I haven't seen like any of the Transformers movies because they all have Shia LaBeouf in them. <laughs> if you took were out Dinobots, if you took out Shia LaBeouf and replaced him with Dinobots, maybe I are Dinobots like part of the official Transformers world, or were I they like so. like Transformers ripoffs that were no? They were they were Transformers. Oh, okay. They were like yeah. I never had. I don't play with Transformers. Do you remember the the? I liked Hot Wheels. Okay, I like my toys to be just one thing. See, so you didn't like Mask then either. Oh, I love Mask toys. I was going to say Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Mask toys. Well, I, I, I love my, Mask. Maybe my favorite was I had the motorcycle. Dusty? Like a, Dusty? I don't mm, remember this Mask so. toy thing. It was like they would turn, they were like Transformers. They would turn from one thing into another. So there's more than meets the eye. Indeed. But it wasn't like they turned into a robot. So like the, I had the green motorcycle and there were, it turned into a helicopter. So it had, like, the blades folded back, and so, on the back of the motorcycle, so you, like, flip them up and open it, and it would turn into a helicopter. So it would just be like it turned from one vehicle into another. Right. Or I think like that was that. Dusty. Maybe. And then, like... The motorcycle turns into Who the did place you steal him from? They would actually get a... a they would put on a mask as You're well, right. and they would be able to, like, do whatever yeah. special things. Yeah. And there was a TV show, too. I really? Yeah. It's on one of those... What's that? There's a, a TV station that shows, like, all our old... Uh, kid shows like G four maybe like Nickelodeon or something. Mm. I can't. I'll think of it. Oprah Network. <laughs> um, just getting back to that was that was maybe my favorite. I th- like that one. This is bad karma on our part. Getting back to your uh, ugly baby conversation. I just got a text from a friend who says, "Do you have this friend's current phone number? His wife had their second baby very premature, little girl, but only two pounds. Wow. Yikes. So speaking of, you only care about. Yeah. No kidding. Baby's healthy. Um, you're really making it hard to go back into toys now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, a song. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I also, one of my favorites was my grandparents worked for NASA for a while, so I'd get like little NASA toys, and I had this. Um, ice cream? I hated this. <laughs> I had it, it was like a, Dang. it was an action figure that was a, 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 an astronaut. <laughs> and it had like this, this little like helmet thing that would slide up and down that was really cool, and I liked that guy. But the reason I'm asking is do you have a favorite toy now as an adult? The reason I'm asking like is... Like iPod or something? Or? Well, the reason I'm asking... Yeah, you could say that, I guess. Um, <laughs> we just got a leaf blower. Mm. And yesterday I went out and blew all of my leaves on my yard. And actually we went over today and Amanda and I did our neighbor's yard, the old crotchety neighbor. The one you thought was dead? Yeah. Because... Out of generosity yes. or out of an excuse to use the new toy? Well... Generosity and Amanda wanted to use the, the thing because I'd used it when she was at work yesterday. Um, it also like is a uh, it sucks into it, and yeah, and uh, it has a little mulcher, so it'll like. How big is this? Like the backpacky? It, there's no backpack for it, but it's. I mean, it's large. It's like, I don't know, four feet long, maybe mm-hmm. four or five feet long, and. You attach the bag to it, and so when it sucks the stuff up, it, like, shreds it and turns it into mulch that you can then use for your yard, which is pretty cool. Does that, hmm. bought online? Does that qualify as a toy? Well, we don't buy toys now, but I'm thinking, like, do we have some kind of... I actually do buy toys now, and I bet Phil does, too. Mm-hmm. Well, kind They're of just not for us. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, for yourself, like... like when I bought that um, helicopter, I bought that little remote control helicopter that was pretty cool. Right. Know? Um, yeah, that's a toy. I yeah. just think that's more of a toy than a leaf blower. Right, but as adults, we don't really do that very often. You know, I can't think of any other things that I have that I would consider toys for me. Yeah, yeah we should. But you, you know, like you know what we're saying, yeah. right? Like yeah. a leaf blower seems like a... But those are like toys for adults. You know, like we're guys. We like technology type stuff. But you're not really playing with a leaf blower. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a necessity. Yeah, but it feels cool. Like you're using this thing that has a lot of power. I mean, it's not like a vacuum. You feel a lot, you know, it's like a power tool. Like, some people really like power tools. And they're like, oh, I got a huge buzzsaw type thing. Like, ah, oh, I really like that, you know, or... Yeah, the Axeman. Yeah. I really liked when we got the uh, food processor. It okay. was, was probably my favorite wedding gift. And I think because I had a real small one, and I used to make salsa a lot, and I'd have to, like, do it in a bunch of batches mm. and, like, dump it into a bigger bowl and, and do it. And then I had this the big one with where you can open the thing and, like, drop stuff in as it's going. And mm-hmm. so I remember being real excited about that. That could be a grown-up toy. Thank you for staying with my question and not questioning uh, the validity of well, it. Well, this isn't my first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe your Blackberry is your favorite toy, Phil. Um, it would be fair to say that, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I would say phone iPhone. Is, is is because pretty. you play games on it. I mean, it's it's more recreational than a leaf blower or a Cuisinart. Speaking of games, maybe I should use this opportunity to... Tell people or about the new Mistress uh, of the Segway. Yeah, um, Box Cat. It's oh, an app. iPhone app. You should. I enjoy it. Download it. It was. Do you own stock in this? I don't. Um, but I was. Uh, have you heard of that website? IGN. Yes. Com? I've heard of it. Uh, Ever a grocery store? IGN. No. IGA, I think. Oh. They. Good um, call. Thank you. They, Speaking of they do, grocery they do like <laughs> video games, but they also do like TV show reviews oh, really? and movie reviews. I know they have like they have the things where you can go like for Mario because I've been playing New Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers Wii, and it'll tell you where the coins are hidden, okay. and that's where I go to look at that. Well, they they also do like what's new in the App Store this week, and they did a review of Box Cat. 
they reviewed like two really? or three games, and that was now, one of them. Now, this, this was developed by a friend. I mean, we should Yes, like, okay. So, yeah, our friend Rusty, who actually filmed our uh, wedding that's, video, that's correct. Um, created this. He took, like, he quit his job and, like, has spent the last six months or something producing this game. So, I think that's kind of cool. I would hope that you talk to him in, like, a month or two about it, and I would want to know how He says he's going to come to trivia. Well, there you go. So I definitely have a lot of questions for him, like about how he because makes money this is from it. Because ninety nine. Yeah, which I think is which, a little pricey. We don't know, and we don't know what cut he gets. Although I've heard right. Apple's fairly generous. I would imagine it's you like get a, a lot thirty of it. seventy or something. You get thirty? No, I think. Okay, I think yeah. Apple only takes a right because what percentage. does that I mean? Well, um, there's no sales if you don't put it on the iTunes That's store, true. you know. But I'm wondering, like, so he quit his job a couple months ago mm-hmm. to do this. Full time, I guess. Develop so. this one game, mm-hmm. so I wonder. I guess like, he's developed. He developed one prior, but it wasn't very successful. Like I didn't. I don't think I even heard of it. It's very interesting. And he's, you know, he's someone who's made films before and things like that. I mm-hmm. guess he just doesn't like to get a real job. Um, but I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Nobody likes to have a real job. That's true. But I like to live in a real house and yeah. drive a real car. That's a good point. And contribute to a real four hundred one k. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, speaking of 401k, <laughs> <laughs> how about the stock market, Phil? Yeah. Um, I'm actually checking uh, uh, the futures activity. That sounds fascinating. Well, we are all checking the futures activity. Which, <laughs> uh, well, which, is, which is why I'm usually on my Blackberries for work purposes. Okay. I'm not usually like surfing the web or anything like that. Well, Phil's talking about... But interest, the markets are not open. Inter- well, uh, futures markets are. You mean like the 24th century markets? <laughs> yes. And man, does it buy, get good. Buy stocks in the uh, silver jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. No, there's there's futures markets. So uh, the stock boards? The stock market's open from 9.30 to 4 o'clock Eastern time. Right. The futures markets are pretty much open 24-7. When uh, are the past markets open? Uh, they are open uh, just then. Oh. <laughs> missed it. Um, all right. Was, oh, but the futures are up. Partially in response to the Black Friday oh, results. But that's knee-jerk. Which I think is a knee-jerk reaction, yeah. Explain how the futures work, though. Um, Predict our future. If I could know the future, I wouldn't be here right now. Why I would, would be on a beach with the gorgeous women. Okay. Just running, running. My beautiful wife would be next to me, of course. Of course. They would just be running. <laughs> they would be chasing you. <laughs> they would be chasing each other. Uh, how, the futures market? Yeah. Uh, it's just... Um, I feel uh, like the whole stock market is futures. Like, you're predicting what's going to happen yeah, in the future. Yeah, that's true. You buy Apple stock because you're predicting it's going to go... Right. Uh, yeah, so the actual stock market that's open during the day is known as a cash market. Uh, the futures market is not the cash market. Uh, and it involves... Um, uh, you basically are trading on margin, which you can also do in the cash market. To a trade futures, you need to have a margin account. Um, um, that's what futures are. So the market is... I don't know anything more about futures than I did no. before. Um, <laughs> They're tied I'm to some sure. sort of product or something, right? No, no. So like... Um, There's like are they tied to the companies? S&P 500. Cold futures no, are up. I'm sorry. There are no... You don't trade futures on individual names. So like uh, the S&P 500 is a very well-known index. Huh. Right? Uh, the public focus. Is that futures? No, that's the S&P 500 is a cash index. However, there are futures on the S&P 500. So the S&P 500. And is it, yeah, is Jacob right? Is it products? So you're like, I'm going to. Futures are, on mac- are macro products. So you'll be trading right. the indices or oil 
or any other commodity. Right. You can't buy like uh, Apple shares in the futures market. Right. That doesn't exist. Can you buy shares of stock in like internet cafes? <laughs> I was using an example of something okay. that you would not want to buy say. stock in, right? Because obviously, those I, I, I'm going to invest in the VCR futures. <laughs> yeah. Discman? Maybe those would be in the past markets. So S&P 500 <laughs> index futures are up 24.5 points, which is that's like a plus 2% implied open on the cash market tomorrow. Okay. So, so you look at the futures market to predict what's going to happen in the cash market? Uh, so are per- they connected at all? Absolutely. So right now, the futures market is up 2%. So there's some good news out of Europe or whatever, uh, and there's this New York knee-jerk reaction or reaction right. to Black Friday. Right. So right now the S&P futures are trading up 2%. So if these levels hold in the overnight session, which becomes the Asian session, their session, the European session, you would expect the actual S&P 500 to open up about up 2% tomorrow. Let me ask you this. Your wife doesn't listen to this podcast, right? Uh, I do not think so. Okay. okay. Are we going to... Badmouth her? It sounds she no, is a bitch. <laughs> oh no. It sounds like um, from the way you're describing these things and my understanding of other things is that to do what you do as a day trader, mm. you're doing research to figure out the probability and likelihood of certain things happening. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. How is that different from being like a professional gambler in sports? Uh, there isn't any difference in my mind. They're very similar because it sounds like you it. are using the information that's available to you and you're trying to garner an edge right. over the next person. Right. So there isn't actually much difference. There's an, there isn't really that much difference between um, any sort of gambling game that's better than 50-50, I don't think. So like poker is a game, people argue a game of skill, but there's a lot of 60-40 situations that are sort right. of luck-based. But I think with sports betting is a great analogy because I think um, it is a lot of you know the people who do it professionally the sharps as yeah and say. it's a, isn't it amazing how how the line or the you know the the, the line of the game uh, is so often like just barely like right. touched where right. like you're sweating right I don't bet sports but you're sweating that extra field goal or that extra right. point it's amazing how close they get right you know? and those and those guys that do it you know they. They're using computers. They're right. using past results. They're using like, right. lots and lots of lots and yeah, lots yeah. of data. So, um, uh, day trading, short term trading would be no different. I think if you're investing for the long term, right. then you're just like, I like Apple. I'm just going to buy it, right? Because it's a good company and nothing's going to go wrong there. This makes me think, like, you know, if, looking into the future, or if I was a young person. If day trading and sports gambling were, like, identical, I've, I feel like you could get into sports gambling without doing all the schooling and things like, you know, like, I don't know, you'd f- maybe find some kind of mentor who was... Who well, a lot, of, a lot of the very successful uh, markets traders of, like, the high-flying 80s and 90s didn't have much in the way of education. So they were maybe high school educated. Didn't do college. Right. Some of the more successful, like oil traders, commodity traders, didn't have college degrees. But I see your point. It seems easier to just like do sports. read a sports page and know all you can about a team than to know what's going to happen in a Asian market. Well, since I, you've been like I, ten years I, old. I feel and, like right. it's easy. I feel like you're the people you're competing against. 
are not necessarily other people that are professional gamblers. It's the average guy who's going to plop down, you know, 100 bucks on his team every weekend or something like that in terms of how the line will move. You know, getting in early when the line is maybe a few points away from where it ends up. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I don't bet sports because... Uh, I think we've talked about this too. I, uh, it takes away the enjoyment right, of right. the actual game. Right. And there is a sort of... I'm not the most religious person, but there is... I would never argue that the stock market is less gambling than betting sports, but the way it's sort of publicized is. Like, sports betting is like, you're gambling. Trading stocks... You're gambling, but like it, you don't feel like you're gambling. Like you're, you're taking yeah. you're taking calculated risks. It's the same thing, but you just don't feel. I don't feel as sort of like dirty when I when I do my job versus you know putting a hundred bucks on the Niners to cover the spread or something. But I, I that but, but, the, but, but I'm not similar, but I'm not making a good yeah, argument to dis- yeah. distinguish the two. Yeah. Do you, now who do you you say you're trying to just like a gambling you're trying to get an edge on the other guy right. Who's the other guy in your field? The market. Other people. So Who are doing the same thing you're doing? Uh, yeah, definitely. Market players, market participants. So if the market if I feel like the market is way too overbought, market keeps going higher, I'm like, this is stupid, can't go any higher. I'll take the other side. And I might be wrong as far as timing by days, maybe weeks. But eventually I think the market will fall and it will come to me, and vice versa. So you're trying to you're trying to basically time when reversals will happen hmm. or when stocks that you like will move up. The most money you can make in the stock market is when you like buy a stock that no one knows about. Right. It's like a buck. Right. And two years later, it's like twenty. Right. But that's so. I've never I've never had that happen, but that's how you do it, right? Because no one two years prior knew anything about this company. You gotta know, you somehow, you gotta know inside people, right? But that's illegal. Right? You don't have to know. You have to just have. You just have to have a good like awareness of like this. I like this product. Right. Like Apple ten years ago, I think was like yeah. a twenty dollar name. Yeah. Like, did you guys think? Do you remember, remember when the iPad, the iPod pod. pod came out? Did you mm-hmm. think about it in terms of this is going to change the world when it first came out? No. It was just like this. Some I thought, people did, and they made a lot of money. Some people did. Exactly. I thought, who would want that? I have a disc man. Yeah. It's know? a cool device. Well, it was also like five hundred dollars when it first yeah. came out, and, and held like, like five megabytes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the people who had the foresight, yeah. you know, you're like, wow, this is going to change the world. Right. So that's what it's all about. And that's what's cool. Also, is like uh, for Apple. I know they. Uh, my brother-in-law works for them, and they pay a lot of stock options mm. you know, to their employees. So those become worth. Yeah, the people who've been there for a while, they're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it, it's interesting comparing those two things and thinking like, you know, like, you can you can validate to your wife, yes, I'm a day trader, this is a legitimate job. Whereas if you were just like a sports gambler, that'd probably be a harder sell. I will send you a link. Uh, you know those animated things they do online where it's like, you can create your own movie? Oh, yeah. What's that? What's that called? Oh, uh, extra normal. Extra yes. normal. Yeah. There's one. Um, uh, in fact, when we this we podcast, made a plan to make one of those videos. We never did it. Yeah. We'll look at when this podcast is over. We'll look it up. It's really funny. It's okay. like the difference between like trading and gambling. Okay. Hmm. So, I, but you're you're. It's a good point. I can't offer an argument that separates one from the other. You know, I think it'd be kind of fun to be a sports gambler, like. 
But then you look at you look at like you watch the pregame show for the NFL and you see the experts. You know, they're not really experts, but right. I mean, they spend their life in that sport, and you know, they're like, "Here's how I've done in my predictions over the year," and they're like under five hundred. You know, I'm, it's like I'm pretty sure someone came possible? to me and said, "Hey, I'm looking." Uh, for a, an, an additional way to earn income, I'm thinking about sports betting. I'm pretty sperm sure, donation. I'm pretty <laughs> sure my experience would 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 be to suggest to them to just not think about that as an option. Hmm. You should not consider sports betting as a viable investment as right. a viable like income source of income. income. Yeah. Right. yeah, and I'm pretty sure most people when you could be out designing iPhone games. Yeah, mm, good point. Or trading on podcast futures. <laughs> Podcast futures are taking a dive. Oh, that's sad. But wait, wait, there's speaking, a fire! Speaking of taking a dive. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. I had one earlier when he was talking about futures. I was going to say, uh, you know, Phil's talking about futures, but I want to bring us to the past. Ooh. Eh. No, don't like that. No. Not your best segue. All right. Well, um,. My favorite, one of my favorite things about Christmas, yeah, is the Nutcracker. Yeah, I the play or the device all because well, I know you I have, have several. several Nutcrackers. It's a bedroom game. Oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I feel like to me, Christmas starts when I start hearing that music. Like mm. to me, that is Christmas. And I don't know if you know the background, but every year from second grade through sixth grade, the Nutcracker was performed at our school. Mm. So, like, we were just inundated with Nutcracker at an early age. And it's not something that I hate as a result. Right. It's something that I love. <laughs> yeah. And um, in my um, in my classroom, we're doing a unit on music right now. And I, like, bought the Nutcracker or whatever, the an album of it or something. And Do you so, make your kids try and spell Tchaikovsky? <laughs> no. But... Could you w- spell Tchaikovsky right now? I could. There's a T. We, um... And a K somewhere. T-C-H... A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Dostoevsky. D-O-S-T-O-E-F-S-K-Y. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, so we're doing a, we did a story on the orchestra. So they learned the different part, the different sections of the orchestra, wind and brass, woodwinds, brass, all that stuff. Percussion. And so, yeah. And nice. Thank and? You. Strings. Very good. I also made a reference to the song Kiss the Girl from the Little Mermaid soundtrack because at the beginning he like says he goes like winds oh yeah strings were the kids all like what the hell's that no they knew what that was okay well your kids were no your students were born a but decade they, after right, came, oh, right? At, at least but they all still yeah. I guess like, yeah here you know it's a Disney movie and so it's part of the collection right um but I, you know, we, we, so we did this story on the orchestra and so I played it so they could hear, you know, the different instruments and we did a little Peter and the Wolf thing because that's a good one for, you mm-hmm. know, this character is played by the oboe. I think we did that when we were yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. You're not like, reinventing the wheel there, Joe. Well, <laughs> steal and adapt is the teacher's code. Um, steal a Dinobot and adapt <laughs> it to your own. Um, and so it's nice to be able to like you know, relive those moments and things like that. And it made me think, I want to go, it's been a long time, I want to go see the Nutcracker this year. The actual ballet one? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard for you, though, probably. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't interest me as much as when we went in high school and saw mm. Mrs. Phelan's class doing it, you know, 20 years after we did or whatever. Yeah. 
that uh, that was more interesting because the actual ballet because the play is exactly the same. We like know the line. Right. Cupcakes are cupcakes. And cupcakes I'm like, oh, uh, Raggedy Andy was late on that line. <laughs> um, the the ballet is there's no dialogue, right? That's true. It's just what's the music? The music would be good. Yeah, but yeah, nice. ballet. Although the other day I did uh, walk through the room when Rachel was watching Black Swan and it happened to be a pivotal scene. When the two girls make out? Yep. Oh, nice. there's a lot more than making out. Ooh, I've not seen that movie. I'm crossing that off my bucket Have list. Have you seen the movie? Or you just know about that scene? I saw that part, and then I saw the ending later. You're like waiting around the corner for that scene to go, oh, oh, oh what just what? happened there? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and having seen the lesbian scene and the ending, um, I think I'm good on Black Swan. <laughs> I don't think I need to like revisit and see anymore. Is there like heavy petting between the ladies? There's full-on cunnilingus. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Like, Do they switch off? Like 69ing? No. It's all Mila Kunis um, oh. on Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you think that filming was? Spoiler alert. Like, I, It was probably bonerific. <laughs> <laughs> Is, did Mila Kunis get really skinny for that, too, in the same way that Portman did? Was Mila Kunis fat? No, but like, I feel like Portman... Probably lost even yeah. more weight to play. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, they're small. She's pretty small. I, yeah. I would say Mila Kunis yeah. is small. You know, she's average size, but yeah. like, I feel like a ballet. They look you know, very like a, similar. Okay, which is part of the bony. Plot. Did she look bony? Because I feel like ballet dancers just like ice skating. Yeah, like bony. And, Maybe a little bit. Yeah, that's what made Katarina Witt so engrossing is that she was the only one who actually had boobs. Right, boobs. Didn't she make it with Alberto Tomba? Wasn't it the whole thing behind the 1988 Olympics? Like, Tomba was, know. like, hitting on, like, they were dating or something. Or... I don't know. I have no idea. It's a classic Olympic I don't know story. what we're talking about. <laughs> so, anyway, so Nutcracker, I love it. I might see it. You going to go see it in Sacramento? Or yeah. At the they do it every Memorial Convention yeah. Center? Yeah. Convention Center? Yeah. I remember going a long time ago, but it's been a long time, so. Yeah. I remember going in school... Right, maybe in second grade, but and being disappointed that it wasn't like our like ours with, yeah. with dialogue and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no David Bowie's mustache. What is this bullshit? Yeah, what is this bullshit? <laughs> is this still going on? Oh my God, I'm trying to speak. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I hope you get uh, your Nutcracker dreams come true. Yeah. Your Nutcracker futures look bright. Trending up. All right. Well, that's, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. That is a podcast. I always believed in futures. I hope for better in November.